Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hi, Soul Streakers. Welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. I am wondering how many of you out there are in the process of going through a divorce. When we're in this process, our ex says or does things that drive us crazy. We get really sad, really angry, really frustrated. We call everyone we know. We talk about it and it just starts to grow and fester. And then our minds start thinking about it more. And it just becomes this big, mucky soup of negativity. How do I know this? Because I've done it. Actually, I got to a point where it's physically making me sick, all of the stress. And a lot of it I was bringing on myself because I was constantly talking about it and thinking about it. It became a madness that started to control me. I started to get to the point where I would get exhausted and I felt like the universe was telling me just stop talking about it. My throat would start to feel stiff. I had to stop talking about it and just let it go. It's hard to do that. When I finally stopped talking about it and just went into more of silence, meditation, and studying spirituality, I began to realize that I was the one in control of all of this, that I was going through this divorce process, but the suffering was optional. That opened up a whole new world. So let's look at the bright side of some of this. You going through this divorce is really helping you to face yourself, and part of what I think I'm facing is dealing with my demons and all of my fears and insecurities. When you go through something like this that changes you, it's really important to work on those things. It's giving me a chance to clean out my emotional closet, if you will. Also, it's giving me more clarity and helping me know what I don't want and know what I do want. It's also helping me to appreciate people more and know what I'm capable of and feeling more empowered. I've realized through this process that not only do I want to be happy and prosper, but I want my ex to be happy and prosper because the happier my ex is and the more my ex prospers, then the more love and prosperity there'll be in the world. But you know what? He'll be a nicer ex for me and maybe even be more generous with me because he's so full of happiness and prosperity. Also, I want to really put in your head the idea that for me to win, doesn't mean he has to lose. It's not an either or situation where my ex wins and I lose or I win and my ex loses. We could both be winners. We could both be happy. We could celebrate that. We could celebrate each other. Once you go against your ex, you're really going against yourself. So this is really not about you going up against your ex, but this is really about you advocating for yourself, for being pro you, not against them. There's a difference in that. You want the best, the highest good of all for all of you. You may even engender some generosity in them that you wouldn't have if you had more of an attitude of, I'm going to win and you're going to lose. So I would even express to them, I want you to be happy. I want you to be abundant and prosper. I really do. You might get something that you didn't think you were going to get in the divorce, or you might improve your relationship with them just by letting them know that you're wishing them well. It's important to think positively about your ex. 
and yourself in order to keep your high vibration so the law of attraction can continue to bless you. So what you're putting out, you're getting back because every communication is returned to sender. So we have to put out the highest vibes, the highest blessings, so that's what will come back to you. This way your energy is not split. This is something that I struggle with because I do study spirituality all day. And then I have these thoughts of fear. So I'm constantly going back between love and fear and love and fear. Choosing love is also choosing faith. So that's where my spiritual homework is focused now and really choosing love, knowing that the universe has my highest good. When you're in a negotiation that's going to affect the rest of your life, that's when you need it the most. I practice this every day. I, I am human and sometimes I go back into fear when I'm really working on choosing love. This way, my energy is not split. When your energy is split, you're feeling love and fear, but you're probably mostly feeling fear. This is when you must calm down, relax your body, get in the most relaxed, the least resistant space. Remember, the universe has your back, is always working out for you. This is the time when you anchor to your manifesto. You anchor to your affirmations. You picture the life of the most abundant person. How does that person act? What does that person say? How would the most abundant person, if you had a hundred million dollars, how would you behave in this divorce? Creating better thoughts, happy times, all of these things. This is when you anchor down and just open up your heart and let that energy go. It's old energy. This is a trauma from way before you were married. When I think about the trauma that I had, I think about before I was married that financially I struggled and I don't want to go back to that place, but I'm not that person anymore. My body remembers that. The body keeps score. So I'm letting go of stuff from over 20 years ago, but it feels real. It feels like it's now, but it's not. It's because my body remembers that and my brain's trying to fill in what my body's saying. So it's creating fear around something that happened so long ago. Be the watcher. Watch the fear go. Don't get involved with it. Just watch it walk away. Watch it go out of your system and imagine the person that you want to be. Hang on to your affirmations. Listen to something soothing and you'll see that you will make great strides. I will manifest them faster knowing that everything is working out for me and everything is working out for my highest good. Pushing against my ex, then I'm in turn pushing against myself. That is messing with my blessing. It's messing with my blessings, you guys. And I don't want anything messing with my blessings. If I don't have my ex's best interests at heart and, and we start fighting, then we're trying to divide a pie that's mediocre at best. We want an abundant pie. We want our highest selves to show up with a sense of abundance and generosity. When you think about it, and if I was to ask Abraham Hicks, Abraham would say that the universe loves my ex and wants the highest good for my ex. That's why it's really best for me to love my ex too. So I can love my ex or, or care about my ex like the universe does, like God does. That is where I will find my peace. I got to remember that too. Doing this podcast and having this conversation right now is helping me and reminding me that if I want to be close to God, I need to love the way God loves. That's not about what my ex did or didn't do. It's irrelevant to that because the power is mine, not my ex's. So here's a suggestion. When you are feeling overwhelmed by what's going on with your divorce or from your ex, write down the following question. What are you telling yourself or what are you thinking about your ex 
that's separating you from your highest self, from your true self, from your best self, from God. Abraham Hicks would say, what are you doing that's separating you from your source? What are you thinking about your ex that's separating you from your source? Because that puts the control where it should be with you. So it's not about what they're doing or not doing. It's the way you're thinking about them that's giving you a hard time. It's the thoughts you're having. It's what you're telling yourself. You are in the driver's seat. You're in control of your experience. I don't want to be separated from God ever. I don't want to be separated from my deliciousness or my or my happiness. I don't want to let any outside circumstance affect that. That is my decision. It's really empowering to remember that because we are making this choice of what we're going to focus on. So you want to focus on the flowers or the weeds because our ex is not responsible for our happiness or our unhappiness. We are. We could move away from our ex in the divorce, but we're taking ourselves in the divorce. We are getting us in the divorce. That's not negotiable. What are we going to do with ourselves is the question. Not about our exes, because our exes will be out of our lives on some level, but we won't. And the chatter in our head won't. And the thoughts about our ex won't. So what are we going to do with ourselves is more important question than the situation that we're going through in the divorce, because that's temporary. We don't want to make our feelings, our negativity permanent. We don't even want that to be a minute, let alone forever and ever. It's really important for us to change our thoughts about our ex and realize that we are in control of what our experience is going to be. Happiness is unlimited. Abundance is unlimited. So it's not like there's just so much happiness in the world and we're taking it with us in the divorce. We want to create huge amount of abundance because having an abundant mindset is going to give us abundance, financial abundance, abundance of health. We want to maintain that at all costs. That's our peace of mind. That is way more important than any material thing that we're going to get out of this divorce. When you miss someone, it's not the person that you're missing. It's the way that person made you feel that you're missing. So it's the same here, but the opposite. When we feel bad in someone else's presence, we think we'll feel better when we move away from them until we start thinking bad things about them. And then they might as well be there because we're going to feel bad again. So it's not only removing the physical presence of the person that's going to make us feel better, but changing the way we think about them and not continually having these negative thoughts when they're not in our physical presence. That's how you know when you've forgiven somebody, when you're not constantly thinking about them, when they are not the object of your continued attention. And how many of us obsess over our exes? Uh, Hello, guilty over here. And if I do, I'm sure you must too. Let's forgive our exes. We can start thinking about other things. When they are not in our presence, they are truly out of sight, out of mind. We can divorce them spiritually as well and embrace a happy, amazing life. I'm not letting anybody rob me of my happiness, especially me. The only way that we're going to get love is to be love. There's so many different kinds of love in the world, not just romantic love. Being unconditionally loving, even when we don't feel like they've been fair to us, that's their karma. But our karma is going to be unconditionally loving. That is something that we can be grateful for, that they have been our greatest teacher of unconditional love, that no matter what they do, we are still going to be loving towards them. And that's a really hard thing to do, but it's a wonderful thing to be able to practice. I hope you've enjoyed this. Remember to keep your heart open. Do not close your heart because we're just going against ourselves and we don't want to do that. 
So keep your vibrations high, your heart open, and your love unconditional. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.